to another evening welcome to the marathon well what uh, let me write down the number i always write the number because i don't want to mislabel uh, <coughs> episode number 29 in public free pu free public radio thanks to spotify you're listening to free public radio on spotify yo what's up man everybody in the house everybody doing good are you feeling good tonight? Tonight is Tuesday night. I got a goddamn headache. I think I'm having a cerebral hemorrhage with prick. I'll probably front or frontal temporal lobe damage. But that's why I'm doing this podcast to prevent the hemorrhage. I believe you got to yell and blow your horn as loud as you can so you don't get a cerebral hemorrhage or cancer. That's what this is about. Either way, I'm going to get a heart attack. I'm going to drop dead doing what I like doing, man. It's a portable hobby. I can be Taiwan and do this podcast, you know. It's amazing. Technology and communication took a guy like me with a walkie-talkie, and I could take my phone and turn it into a make-pretend radio. In my mind, this is a radio state. I don't care what they said. Pod, pod, fine. Call the pod. It's a freaking... Stop with a goddamn podcast and the headphones and the lights and the freaking studio and everybody coming in like it's a, a drag suit with, a, with fur coats all the way out to the God knows who, what, and violins and dogs and bubbles. and All you need is a freaking bathtub and uh, someone coming down on a tra trapeze, whatever, or a tightrope. It's becoming a circus. <clears throat> it's internet radio, folks. It's a radio station. People don't know. And you know that's why you're listening. Because people listen and they learn. Make myself upset. I don't want to be upset. I want to be nice. I want to talk about nice things. You know. Um, you know. But I guess it comes in, 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 in part of the, the, the burning the the burning the platform series. I made a commitment I made a commitment this year, as soon as I can, to get up to a thousand episodes. I'm up to maybe 355 now, because I started jacking up production, okay? I'm definitely going to make at least 365 the next year, at least one a day, definitely. No problem, hands down. I've always done my one episode a day, but I want to up the ante. I'm pushing the dumbbell, the barbell. I'm trying to do a minimum two episodes a day. Two episodes, that's 600 episodes. So I have 355 episodes. 355, that was 950 in a year. I tell, I'm not trying to make money. I don't even want to be like, um, you know, in Times Square in the billboard. No, it's a personal goal. Like the guy in the prison movie, I told you, but 
He didn't want to be in the Olympics. He just wanted to set the record and beat the Olympics. He was running around the prison courtyard. Remember, I had my own little, in the prison, my prison of my mind. My own little contest. That's when I beat them all. Had the most episodes here. His one other individual has a podcast. This individual has about 800 episodes. But they've been doing it for a while. Whatever, I have I have to bust my ass to get up. It's, uh, that's one person's way ahead of me. The average person doesn't have as high as that individual. Unless they've been doing it. A lot of these folks have been doing podcasts since like 2012. They got into the boom. They were smart. You know, I, I'm technologically dumb. I didn't catch on this train to like the late and like a lot of you to the around 2020 during COVID. What the hell do we do? We sit around twiddle with our phones and our computers, right? I was starting to catch on around then. So I'm a late bloom, but you know, better late than never. So I started getting into the podcasting almost three years ago, you know. But either way, you know, you got to find what you want to do. Because if you're going to retire, you got to have a hobby or something, you know. This pays off, it pays off. It doesn't pay off, it look, it prevents a heart attack for a couple of years. The government got many years out of me. I may as well enjoy myself. And if this is a, mad, a holistic therapy, then so be it. Let's let's scream and stomp on the goddamn plow. I'm going to keep going, man. I'm, pl- I'm plowing through. Episode after episode, I'm going to keep going. 600 episodes in one year. Wow, if I could do that. I'm going to try just to get up to 1,000 have a thousand episodes. And like, and you know what? It, it is al- algorithmic weight. The more episodes you make, for some reason, the more... Because I'm watching. I'm watching the numbers of people who like see or catch it through web search. Internet. It used to be Spotify search or uh, whatever. Apple, you know, if the platforms. No, they're because of creative marketing, creative keywording, and making many, 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 many volumes of episodes. It just sought... The, al- the algorithms find the titles and they get hits on it. And the more episodes you make. So I might stop the... I can't stop the free... Even though I, I love that title. I, if I went back to creative titling of the subjects... I'm giving you some free podcasting advice. Free information. Some of you might want to be podcasters. Some of you might be thinking about it. Boy, this guy looks like fun. I could do what this guy is. Sure you can. Absolutely. Why not? Who's to stop you but yourself? Who's to tell me that I can't do this? Who's to tell me that I'm pretending? Yes, yes, 313 moment, 313, yes, I am pretending. Okay, call me on, I'm Eminem in the end. Right, this is Eminem showdown. It's a 313 showdown. Anybody could show me down when I'm behind this mic over here. Put me in a comedy stage, no, I suck. That was like kryptonite. I get weak, I stumble, I, I, I don't belong. I don't want to say. I feel like a tiny little pebble, but put me behind this mic. I'm okay. So this is where I am. I'm a podcaster now. See, you got to find yourself. I found myself. I found, this is what I do. Happy this way. Independent, free public radio. Work for a freaking major corporation. Hey, I'll take it. I'll do the job. I got to make money. But I'm going to come home and do this. Free public radio. Yes, yes, yes. You want to hear about nice people? (laughs) <laughs> you want to hear a song? Wow. What's my title? Oh, it's in the app. We got as much time. Uh, this, I also wanted to play a song. Let's play a song first. Uh, I need a break. All right, which song? And then I'll come back. Let me circle. Nice people. Because we're going to just remember, Steve, why were you yelling at all those nice people? Remember that. We're going to tell you a story about that. Why were you yelling at all those nice people, Steve? You're going to like that story. But, oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Usually I'm a music addict. We know that. All right, gummies. Uh, whatever. Had a, all right. Never. I want the music. All right. All right. Uh, which song do we want? One, two song. Oh, oh, man. All right. What the hell? Yeah, what the hell? Damn. Now, some of you guys might recognize... You might, they, they play. They didn't play the whole song. They played it in a scene in uh, Dead Presidents when that. Uh, no, 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 Jimmy, not you. No, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry, folks. Let me lower the volume while I talk to you. You know, um, Dead Presidents, the preacher's son. He was what I don't know, giving away the money or some nonsense. They're all doing dumb things with the money and or talking to people and they they arrested him and he kind of gave, he was singing like a canary. He gave up Lorenz Tate. He gave up whoever the hell else was in the Chris Tucker. He gave up um, Keith Keith David, who was uh, Colby or Colby or what was his name? The guy had the pool hall and and Anthony Curtis used to in the Dead Presidents. They play this song by Curtis Mayfield. If there's a hell, and you got to hear the beginning. It's kind of biblical. This lady goes, she talks about the book of Revelations. You guys, it's a long song. Gives me a chance to take a break. And uh, I think you're going to dig it. Curtis made It's a trippy song. I like to listen a lot. I just feel like I'm going into my own little, no, I've never been to Vietnam. But I just pretend like I'm going my own little, you know, Vietnam hit. And you got, well, I, it's, a great, it's a great song. It's intense, man. It's genius. His symphony in the background, Curtis Mayfield, man. He was like the greatest, man. You know, he was a great, you know, it's sad that we lost a man. The man could play guitar. He could sing. He came up in the church of Jerry Butler in Chicago. They started with the impressions. I mean, he had humble, but gave a great sing, great man. So we're going to play. So salute, salute to Curtis Mayfield. If there's a hell down below, we're all going to go. Remember that, folks. If there's a hell down below, we're all gonna go. Let's go. Arrow. Are we a reflection of our places in life? Jeff Goldblum again. Are they reflections of us? Could we have been somebody else? If we'd taken a right turn instead of a left. Or if we'd taken the place with a hot tub. Or the one uptown. You went downtown. Could we be fabulous or fantabulous? Yes. Yes, we sure could. With Apartments.com's multitudes of listings, our possibilities and yours are truly multitudinous. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Here we go. It started.
his music then i'm going to hell with him curtis i'm coming down with you man we're all going to freaking hell let's go to hell let's go to hell we're all going to hell we're gonna have fun at least i'm going to hell in a bucket but at least i'm enjoying the ride 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 let's ride the hell i'm going to see you in hell mother ever that's right that's right it's psyched up all right, what's next here? See, I need my music. I'm such my drug. That's a good drug. That's it. Then they want to take the AM FM radio out of my head and make me boring and talk for monotone. No, we can't have that. No, we have to have our music. We must have our music. It charges me. It feeds me. It makes me Johnny Fever. 
I'm a Johnny Fever wannabe. If you know who Johnny Fever was, or Good Morning, but you know, I'm losing my throat. <clears throat> you know, I gotta hydrate. Hydrate, you know. Anyway, what do you want to talk about next, folks? I could talk about a lot of things. Cerebral hemorrhages. You want to talk about that? Atomic bombs. That's why I'm doing this to prevent that. Uh, oh, Dead Sea Scroll. You heard about that already. The Dead Sea. These are the Dead Sea Scroll tapes because I'm going to be, you know, they're going to find this when I'm freaking dead. You know, these these episodes. That's my gift to my family, you know. 300,000 episodes of me talking. You'll never miss me. I told you. I could drop dead and I'm good. I'm good to go, man. I, I've i lived a life of ease and now I face the final. Oh, man, I'm half, half. You know, I feel bad for the 18-year-old kid. What would Johnny have to have? Johnny went to school and Johnny went to college. What would Johnny? I know what I became. I had hair, had the family. It's all downhill. I have a complete obituary. You know, I'm good to go. There's nothing else. There's no more room to write in the obituary. It's a freaking manifesto. So, right, that's why. It's all gravy now, you know? If they take you, they make me broke and I'm poor. I'm sure I get a loaf of bread once in a while and come, somehow go to come to the library in the podcast. If I can get an Obama phone in the podcast, an Obama phone. That's all I want to do. I can somehow say, I have no pets, nothing else. Thank God that's the you know, family member I take. You know, loaf of bread, some water, and an Obama phone. And I can just keep doing this. i be very happy. There we go. And maybe once in a while some canned sardines and the little Vienna sauces, with the, but the, with the can opener. Because... Uh, uh, not with a can, with a little thing with a finger, you lift it up because I don't have a can upper. You know what I do sometimes when I want to have soup or vegetables? I take a screwdriver and a hammer, and I keep hammering it. I make I pick little holes in it, and I just drink the soup out of the holes. That's how I roll. That's the way people should do things in the new world. You want to hear about nice people? Yeah, Steve, why were you yelling at those nice people? You want to know why I was yelling at those nice people? Because I was freaking drunk and high and not too mentally stable. I'm not too mentally stable now. But I'm actually doing a lot better. I'm not depressed. No, there's no, there's no the bipolar features. Just manic features. Like this, you could have bipolar features. You could have manic features. I see. I'm allowed to make fun of myself. In the past, I tried to do this in a certain place, and it wasn't appropriate. And the curtain was immediately put down. I, you know, you don't want to. But I'm allowed to. Free public radio now. Free public radio. I don't have bipolar features. No depressive features. Just manic features, and no alcohol involved. Just other things from the village of Hempstead. Hempstead, get it? Hemp. Hemp products, okay? So I call it a Hempstead because to me, everything's a Hempstead state of mind. Wherever I go, I'm in, I'm in a New York state of mind. I'm in a Hempstead state of mind. I'm in a Hempstead. I just do Hempstead. Hempstead, that's all I do. I don't drink. I don't smoke. So that's why, you know, this behavior is baseline. It's acceptable, but, you know... Getting back to being bipolar with features and liquor involved, I want to tell you a story. What, Steve, why were you yelling at those nice people? I'll tell you a story. It happened in midtown Manhattan. I can't lie. Well, they named the street, but yeah, I was yelling at nice people. And when you see someone yelling, like you said, it's never really about what's going on in the moment. It's I've talked to you about this. It's whatever happened before, whatever going in their life, and you just happen to be there. It is coming out, and you got to like look inside, see what's going on in that person. That was me. I was just carrying a lot of loads. I was just an overload. Life can give you overload. You got to let up steam. I let up steam here. This is a constructive way. I found a way to empower myself. I found a way to get creative, to connect with people, to mix music, to mix comedy, to mix public information, 
I took the energy in a good direction, but years ago I didn't know how to channel the energy when I was confused or lost, and I was trying to reach out to people, but you know, I had to go through, I had to, like Job, I had to go through the desert and do stupid things. So here's the story. Why was I screaming? Yeah, I mean, I, I was upset about things. We don't have to go in the whole story. You know, I was depressed about something. I was going through some crap. We don't have to go with the whole nitty-gritty name of the person. Leave all that out. I, I just was a mess. Fair enough. All right. So before I went to Manhattan, you know, it was in midtown Manhattan. You know, I, I got to go backwards because the beginning of the story, you know, I'm screaming, yelling on the street, Manhattan. Scream, strangers yelling. F you, nobody cares. Just top my lungs screaming, F you, and carrying my trumpet with me because I was trying to copy Burt Young. Burt Young, the actor, we just lost him. He was in a movie called Uncle Joe Shannon, 1978, about a man who lost his family in a fire. He played the trumpet, he was a musician. He survived, you know, he came home, he found the house burning, and he just had a, nerve, a complete breakdown. He became an alcoholic. And he would just walk around. He was drunk, but he would carry his trumpet around him. He'd be drunk and he'd hear the trumpet clanging because we drop it in the ground. He'd pick it and playing it. And then he adopts this. He becomes friends with this teenage kid who is homeless. And they become, first they're fighting, then they become friends. But I was copying him, I guess. I was doing the Joe Shannon thing. I was mixed up inside. I was drunk. I was trying to be Joe Shannon. And the cops got called on me and they said to me, uh, Steve, you're not in trouble. And they, they saw my idea. Why, why you, like the, the Long Island Railroad's down the street. Why don't you get the train and, and go home? And they watched me. I picked up, I got my, I put my trumpet in my case. I got all my books and everything. I, I waved to them. I said goodbye. They waved back to me. But, but I didn't go all the way back to Penn Station right away. I I, I was kind of, I don't know. I, I ended up hanging up with some guy, homeless guy in some bus shelter for a couple of hours. In fact, uh, some other homeless guy came by and they, he gave snacks. We all got to have some snacks. I don't know, some chips. I don't know. We're talking about music and Stevie Wonder. We were rep reminiscing about songs with Stevie talking. And, and then I was like nodding out, falling asleep. And I remember being in Penn Station at one o'clock in the morning, getting a call about something important. Something sad, but I can't go in detail. Yeah, I don't even work there anymore. I can't go in there. I'm still, still paranoid to even talk about it. I don't even work there. I'm afraid they're going to come. From, it's nonsense. It's still, let's just say a place, a place that I worked in, the land of Canaan and the Bible. Something bad happened, and I get that call. I didn't even have to accept calls after hours, actually, but I'm OCD. I would carry the phone with me anyway. Just I don't know why. Because I cared about the... I didn't have a life, that's why. So that's my story about... Steve, why were you yelling all those nice people? I was well because let's rewind how I I tell you the ending, the beginning of the story. It starts with weed on a street, not in Manhattan, another borough on a street, a boulevard, you know, which is perfectly legal now. Weed and liquor, so we're talking things are legal, you know, which was everybody was doing for years. It wasn't a, oh, a freaking joint. I didn't have anything else to me. I never dealt the stuff. Okay, just a freaking joint. Okay, smoked it. Got real paranoid. A bug. That's a game I play. I don't do it anymore. I used to play this game. Smoke to you, bug out to you, real paranoid, you're psychotic. And then you get drunk. I used to put hand to hand with beer, you know, Colt 45, 08, Old English 800, Hurricane, Steel Reserve. I don't know what else is out there. St. Ides, you know, 40, because it tastes like ice cream. You take a few hits and you, oh, you get cotton off, you're thirsty. You chug it down, it tastes real good. It tastes like ice cream. It was a regular thing for me, even, but sometimes I go hard. I go hard whiskey with it, you know. I don't do these things anymore. I wean myself off everything. I just do Hempstead. Hempstead, uh, Hempstead gummies. Hempstead cookies. 
Hempstead wafers. Hempstead chocolates. Hempstead. Let's just say Hempstead. No, no other term needs to be said but Hempstead. Oh, I went to Hempstead. What do they have in Hempstead? Oh, they have sparkling water in Hempstead. Oh, they have um, high C. I have fruit punch. Hempstead. That's all you have to know. Hempstead. I have Hempstead. I'm a Hempstead person. All right? All right. Ingestible Hempsteads. I don't know. What, what, so what, what the hell I was getting back? I forget what the hell I was talking about anyway. Well, does it really make a difference anymore? I think you got the point. Uh, oh, how did I end up in the Manhattan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I smoke, I bug out, right? Then I get on the train, right? The subway. This is, then I copy a scene from a movie because I was high as hell, right? I break the bottle of whiskey out of my jacket. And there's a scene in Office and a Gentleman where um, Richard Gere's best friend, he goes in a hotel and he, he shows a ring to the hotel clerk. He says, I think you're going to like this. And he swallows the ring with a bottle of liquor before he hangs himself. But anyway, I wasn't going to hang myself. I, I can't do that to myself. I love life too much. And anybody's listening, any children, please, no, 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 it's wrong. Get help. I'm about life. I'm about life. I'm about helping people. But I tell my stories. I'm poignant. I'm honest. I share. A lot of people might not approve of me putting this all out there. But to me, this is living. It's living. I'm willing to share with you. And I'm going to go forward. This is just a frame. Today's is a frame in my life, folks. It's a frame in my life. And it's a frame in your life. You're going to be a different person tomorrow. I'm going to be a different person tomorrow. Let's get back to the subway train. So I bring, I'm sitting some guy. I don't know, he was a Spanish guy. I don't even know why I remember that. I'm high as a kite. I'm bugging out. And that's what I do. I start chugging. And I, and I should have done because I was manic like I am now. I'm manic, but I'm not, I'm not compliant. See, I'm manic, but I'm contained. I'm not, you know, I, I learned not to, this is how I could get. Let's get back with the story. I brought the whiskey and start drinking. Now, any knows New York City, you can get subway for a while, 45 minutes before you get in Manhattan. So it gives me a good long time to start drinking. So by the time, you know, we're almost in Manhattan, I'm a, you know, you got all three, three things going. So you guys can understand mania. You got bugging out from the weed and you got the whiskey. That's a very bad combination. And you got me. Not good. So what I do, I start performing for these people. I act like idiot, like a jackass. All messed up, getting up, screaming, yelling, breaking my trump or whatever. All my shit's coming out the floor, half crying. And, 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 and you know, I, I put my hand on my head and people are taking their phones and filming me. You know, and there's some guy, he said that he's a mental health professional. He looks at me very coldly. He's like, that's what I get paid for. We're all serious. Like, oh, I got to deal, deal with this guy, the lunatic, another one. I know. But anyway, got up a train. And then, then I think I know we're hanging at the subway station. For some reason, I'm... I, I want to hang out with the home, the beggars in the train station, the homeless people. I don't know why, but I was just talking to them, joking, pulling at the trumpet, drunk. I remember sliding on my stomach like I'm sliding the home run. Because some guy there, he's got his cardboard home, homeless help. I'm talking to him, making him laugh. I'm being like I'm kindergarten, like at nursery school. Like I want running around the play playroom, you know, romp room. I was always getting in trouble, just misbehaving, not hurting, but just being a drunken, stupid baby, acting silly, trying to make friends. You know, this this is, I'm being honest, this is, these are things I've done. And then I go upstairs, right? Go upstairs. And that's when, when the end of the story I told you about where I get whatever. I, I guess I, I felt lonely, I whatever, I was sad. Things were come. everything's come back to hit me, things I was upset about. And I started screaming, nobody cares, F you. I guess I kind of felt I couldn't keep bothering people and calling them. I didn't know what to do. I was confused. A lot of things I was depressed. I couldn't take it. It just kind of came up. It overheated. But anyway, you know, 
nice people. So we can cross that off. That story, all right? Very honest with you. Live the life. Yes, my obituary. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. We got that one. All right. Man. Uh, music. Yeah, Music Attic. We talked about that. We talked about Hempstead. Damn. Oh, yeah, you know, we could play in this song. Yeah, burn. We're going to keep burning through the... See? You see why the music comes in handy? You see? I mean, I guess I could work myself up with that. We could. We could probably... I don't know, man. I think you guys like the music. I know whenever I drive the car, if the DJ is playing good music, it penetrates my soul. It uplifts me. It affects me. You know, and it, it turns me on to certain genres of music. I don't know. I just want, I, that's my goal is to affect people, you know? I see. I feel a good thing. I have a good thing when these songs are playing. I feel it. I can feel like you're out in your car and you're listening to it and it's affecting your day of work. You know, I remember. And I don't know what's out there in the radio. I have no idea. I, I should... Buy some double A batteries for my I don't think I'll find anything too good. I think gotta get in I think in New York we find some good radio. If there is, I don't know. Even that was kind of changing, wasn't but back in the day, you know. So anyway, let's do it in the song. It's from a movie. Alright, uh this is uh from the movie Crooklyn. If you're familiar with with Crooklyn, um about a family in Brooklyn, it was a main character was a girl was her name trey was trey was the guy from boys in the hood he'll come back a young girl and she goes to south carolina whatever the summer to stay with her auntie delroy delroy lindo is the father he's a piano player a bunch of kids like five or six kids and it, it, it deals with the death of the mother unfortunately the mother i think the mother's first the actress's first name was Althea. i could be wrong but anyway ain't the the girl loses her father her mother, and of course she's throwing up one morning. She's sad, and the father's sitting consoling the girl, you know, after she loses her mother. Uh, because, you know, and I, it kind of hit home for me because I was, my wife had left me and I identified with the father. I was a single father at the time. It was like late 90s, and I remember feeling that every time I hear that song, I would, you know, I had a daughter also, and I would hear that song, and I would think it ain't no sunshine. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. She's gone and go away. Any And I know, I know. I, well, he sings it better than me, so uh, I'm in trouble with this anyway. So at least we'll get some good music in him while we can, while I'm installing, whatever. We're all going to hell in a bucket, folks. Here we go. At Sleep Number, we know being well-rested is priceless. That's why we offer a 100-night trial for peace of mind every night and a 15-year limited warranty so you can rest easy every day. Our nearly 200,000 five-star reviews are from all the achievers out there, showing their strength, harnessing their power, and achieving their dreams. If you're ready to unlock your unique potential, you can't afford another sleepless night. You can afford... Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Wonder this time where she's gone Wonder if she's gone to stay Ain't no sunshine Ain't no more Anytime she goes 
Mr. Blake Bill Withers, unfortunately, we lost him. Great singer, did a lot of good classics. And if you get a chance, check out the soundtrack to Crooklyn. If you're familiar with the movie, like uh, you can identify songs by the the scenes in the movie. For example, there's a scene where uh, I told you the mother died, and they play Uch, you know, Ucha by the Five Stair Steps, I believe. And you know all, all all the boys you know all dressed up in their Sunday suits and they're carrying the, the coffin and they go ooh child things are gonna get easier easier ooh and other other songs like a so a dog dies a dog unfortunately the dog dies in one of those pop up couches so I don't even like having cats around recliners because a dog gets stuck in a spring they open up the goddamn couch and the dead dog comes flying out and then uh, you know the ants like quick. Because the ant loved the dog. The ant loved the dog. Probably loved better than anybody else. Queenie! And then they sing like uh, Michael Jackson. You know, never can say goodbye. No, 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 no. I never can say goodbye. So that's what happens in that particular, um, well, in Crooklyn. No, the soundtrack is great. You know, they have la, 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 I love you. You know that song. What others? I think of something else. Um, I never go back to Georgia. I never go back to Georgia. Dizzy Gillespie. Uh, what else? Uh, damn, you got me. Now you got me thinking. Oh, the beginning. They have kids playing marbles in a streak. They, they they play. People make the world go round by the stylistics. You know that song, right? Uh, tax men didn't. Da, 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 trash men didn't take my trash today. Oh, why? Because we did not pay. But da, there's the the people make the world go round. Dun, dun, Wall Street losing on every share. Well, because people are in the air. I don't know the words, but yeah, people make the world go round. Remember that people, people make. People get ready. There's a train a coming. Don't need no ticket. Climb on good. And people make the world go round. Oh, I got all this comedy written down. I'm just afraid to read it because I'm afraid it's going to sound like, oh, let's try it out. Let's get the old blue collar try here with the goddamn glasses. You can see that's where audio comes in handy. No one has to see the old man doing this. I don't, I don't carry cash on me because i end up giving it away to pan handlers okay <laughs> this is what i wrote i don't want to talk about i got a song coming up i told you i don't want i don't want to go too crazy the repeater police are going to come after me i feel guilty if i have cash and i don't give it to everyone everyone has a story true they all have a story right the pan their car broke down they ran out of gas. Their house burnt down three years ago, and I can Google it. 
sitting on your all right uh this is about uh, i i was going on youtube a lot trying to do it anymore and these individuals who put up these uh videos about being the chosen one or how you should keep your circle tight and if, if you have oh i have zero friends and how that's how you know if you're the chosen one and there's tons of you see there's tons of videos like that but they have like fifty thousand views and files i'm like well, if you're the chosen one, then why do you have $50,000? What's your case? It just seems like something's not kosher. They either got paid some promoter. How do you jump up that for 50000 Not so easy. You got to hard work. The grossing organically, you got to break your ass. I'm only up to like 325 followers on this podcast. And I've been, well, I didn't start breaking my ass till recently, you know? But that's, you know, it, was, it, was long, it still was organic hard work. And I have a long road ahead of me if I want to. It just doesn't seem write those videos, you know, they, like I say, they know a lot of people who will gladly follow them, or they check by, they cheated by using some sort of al- algorithmic promotion, you know, hey, hey, buddy, you got podcast, some guy named MD, I help you promote, yeah, well, get out of here, I don't, I, don't, I don't want any of that, I want to do the hard way, the old-fashioned way, so let me cross that out, so I don't talk about it again, because okay, I gotta, I don't believe in reusing material, you know, I swear, I, I'm kind of, I've got 20 minutes left. The, oh, they have no friends or they talk about how chosen ones have no friends. I don't know what the, but the truth is, oh, I don't know what's going on. I should cross all that. It's all about chosen ones. I don't, I don't know. So you crossed it out. It's not nonsense. You're in trouble. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I, I t- Oh, I titled my episode Sit Down Comedy. Uh, because I stand up less. Okay, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. People don't want to hear a comedian who is sitting down. For some reason, these days I find it funny, but what if the comic couldn't stand up? What if he or she is in a wheelchair? I guess you never think about these things, right? Just show up for work and start thinking about, oh, it's about the boss of my last, uh, whatever. I'm move for that. Uh, you know, let's hit some music. Come on. I See, that's why the music comes in handy. That's why you see why I'm doing it. It adds, I mean, yeah, I, I could talk and I could talk. I could I could have prepared better speeches. But, you know, it does dry you out talking and talking and talking. It does get to you. Any good comic, really. They're only going to be good for 25 minutes. I'm up to 41 minutes. That's where the music comes in handy. It charges me. It fills me up. That's where I, So, anyway, we've got a movie coming up anyway. Oh, it's kind of a sad movie. But what the hell? Uh, it came out in 1971, I believe, starring um, James Conn and Billy D. Williams. Jack Warden uh, played the Cochinari. It's called Brian's Song. It, the true story of Brian Piccolo, uh, who played the Chicago Bears. Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo were roommates in the Chicago Bears. And they, you know, at the time it was unique. I think it was like late 60s, early 70s. You know, they were mixed different races. Uh, Brian Piccolo was probably white Italian and, and Gail Sayers was African American. And I, I should get, I should get the ending really when Jack Warden goes, he gives his little speech. He's like, um, Brian Piccolo died of cancer at the age of 29. But we remember Brian, and he's like, he left a wife and children. I forgot what he said because, but he said, but when we, when we think of Brian Piccolo, he goes, it's not how he died that we remember him, but it's how he lived. And then they comes in the music. The uh, by, by, I give credit where credit is due. Henry and Henry Mancini of his grandchildren. Please don't sue me. Whatever, every nickel you get, whatever the, the deal is. I'm not making any money. 
Okay, but Henry Mancino, a shout out, you know, up in the sky, Henry Mancini, great, great pianist. He did that. Uh, it, and there's another scene in the movie I wanted to talk about before I play the song. See, I don't just put songs on and play that. I talk. It just helps me. It accentuates. It charges me. It feeds me. You know, I do better. Some people have need other people on the podcast. I'd rather just have my music and talk to you because you guys and my music are all I really need. I don't need anybody else. I was going to have guests on just to please people, so they want. But the listenership seems to be increasing anyway. I don't have to. Do people want to come on? I'm not going to put out any ads anymore. Maybe occasionally. I'm not going to stretch my neck out. But but anyway, Brian's song. What do I want to talk? There's a scene in the movie because Brian Piccolo, he had cancer, unfortunately, lung cancer, I believe, and they have to about do a major surgery, right? Uh, and that Brian doesn't want the doctors to do the surgery. He, he won't go in the surgery. And the doctors don't, you know, they say to Gail Sailor, he's like, like, what do we do? Can you talk to your friend? You know, we need to operate him immediately, you know, whatever, the, the tumor. And uh, you know what it was? Um, the, the game, the game, the, Sh- the Chicago Bears, because of a, they play in the same game, you know, same team. Um, Gail Sayers explained to the doctors, doctors, look, um, there's a clock in Brian's head. And when the game starts the clock starts ticking meaning you can't operate on brian during the game you got to wait till after the game the clock is in brian's head i think that's what i meant i think what he said you got to wait till after the game i I don't know but i remember there's a clock in brian's head i never i don't forget things like that okay so we're gonna play the theme to brian's i wanted to get the ending really brian i could i guess i could find it if i wanted to but you could always look it up yourself. You get the main idea. I want the original. I don't want the one 1971. I didn't bother to see that. No, no, no. There's no surprises at Metro. No, no, no. no, no. I, want, I wanted the specific version. Brian. No, Brian. Brian. Uh, uh, all right. Let's do, let's do this. Henry Mancini Orchestra. Ready? Okay. scenes of them running around a lake they both have like gray sweatpants and you know they, they go to work out together because one of them had broken their leg i think gail sayers has broken his leg and brian piccolo cup coached him to get him back in shape so he could be in the team again and then and i used to run i used to think play this music in my head you know imagine i was them like in, in training for football season you know sad movie you know lung cancer you know what's gonna happen but it was a beautiful too
going to read the credits to you. Performed by the Henry Mancini Orchestra. A dance music production, 2011. All right. Give it up. All right. Wow. So we're nearing uh, the end of episode 29 here in the public free public radio series. I'm still going to burn through the platform. I just kind of, it's kind of near my bedtime now, folks. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of tired. I'm going to crash out soon, find some podcasts, some radio station to listen to. I want to thank you for being there again. It's always good to hear from you. You know, welcome to all the new listeners. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Good to have you aboard from around the world. Always nice to have people to talk to. You know, we got to bring back audio, right? Because people are listening. I may work for this taxi company. The guys go, hey, you know, you Stevie, you got your ears on. You see the radio on. You're listening. You can step out, use the bathroom in the taxi biz, whatever, you know. It's a long night. So you have calls for hours. You're sitting in the seat. It comes your cab. It comes your house. You all seat. Napping hours, wake up sweaty, people coming pounding on the window because they want your attention. All kinds of wonderful stories. Yeah. Sometimes you make no money, sometimes you make a lot of money. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> you can't even get those jobs anymore anyway. They, everybody, it's a hard time. Everybody wants a job, you know. Remember, nobody wanted a job during COVID. But now people got to go back to work now, you know. So you gotta have some kind of de-stress, whatever it is. Maybe you're liking the cricket. There was a pickleball, cricket, bowling, I don't know. Walking around the block. I mean, everybody's got some kind of hobby, you know? Yeah, no. All right, folks. Uh, good chatting with you when I re-energize. Uh, we'll be back for some more, uh, more of this charade. Thanks again. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that I entertain you. Take care.